Hello, beautiful people. I'm Aziz, your host today. Welcome to the Kia Future Society, giving you better skills in a shorter time. Why does this Telegram channel exist? Ukrainian people want to make Ukraine a developed country, but many are frustrated that the educational system in Ukraine does not give them practical modern skills. Without practical modern skills, it is difficult to find a great job and impossible to create successful projects that change the future of Ukraine. And today we'll speak even about entrepreneurship, so people won't need to find a job. After interviewing hundreds of interesting Ukrainian people on the Kiev Future podcast, I noticed something. Many guests have great practical skills they are using every day for their success. By giving them the opportunity to share their skills, all Ukrainians will be empowered to have a better life. Therefore, the goal of this volunteer Telegram channel is to create three types of free Telegram events. The first is practical skill workshops, like today. The second, master classes by experts. The third, cultural events that enrich the soul. We are building a community here. We will support each other. And because of this pandemic, we all need community, encouragement, and empowerment more than ever. If you are attending this event, then you are very, very special. You truly belong to the Kiev Future Society because we are people who are always developing ourselves. So now it's your turn. Share this Telegram channel with all your friends. And if you'd like to participate and be a speaker or to suggest a topic or to ask a question, send me a message on Instagram at aziz.future because when every Ukrainian gets access to these modern practical skills, they will have hope for a positive future. They will take care of their families better. They will become leaders in their community and they will have the skills needed to create the projects that will impact the future of Ukraine. This is the mission of the Kiev Future Society. We are changing the world because the people who are crazy enough to think they can change the world are the ones who do. Today, we have a very special team of three speakers from the NGO Public Diplomacy Platform. The first is Katerina Kievskaya, who was a businesswoman since she was 14 years old. So she has a lot of experience and her topic is how to start your entrepreneurship career. So Katerina, you can speak. Uh, okay, hello everybody. Uh, my name is Kate. Uh, this introduced me, but I'll uh, tell uh, <laughs> something. Okay, I'm the founder of the design agency. Uh, we make uh, design concepts for organizations, for uh, companies. And also, I'll speak with my uh, colleagues um, from the public diplomacy platform. It is a youth organization who make diplomacy easier for uh for everybody uh, it is ksenia and uh, maria zavada they are co-chair women in uh, public diplomacy platform uh, but the first speech is for me and i'll uh, i'll tell about the interna 
entrepreneurship and uh, how how to do business, how it is going and how to start it. So, well, um, it seems to be uh, new. It seems to be uh, a little bit weird when you uh, when you hear that someone started career or her business career at 14. But it is my own, own story. I was a teen and um, uh, it was very uh not a very difficult decision so before i start i'll tell three ways how to start your own business so uh, the first um and it is it is my experience and it is the first method mm, so uh, you have for example a circle of your friends who do something so just watch what they do. Uh, my uh, my own story. I was 14 and my friend was a graphic designer and I saw his works. So Lego types, identity, uh, identity for organizations. And I was just, oh my God, why you do not sell your um, talent? <laughs> and um, I just said, okay, uh, let's uh, do something uh, in cooperation. I'll... Um, search for some um, projects and you'll do them uh, and i'll get 40 40 percent of the total quantity of money and you'll uh, get uh, 60. he said okay and uh, just uh, uh, there are some marketplaces on the net and uh, we posted okay graphic designer uh, and um, there were there, there were two projects we did them and then my friend said uh, okay i have some stuff to do and i don't want to continue uh, and i just found people who can and uh, so project 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 and then growing up so uh, then uh, I get some money to um, get some identity to start up uh, to to start up uh, to post on social media who we are, and uh, I can say that uh, that this is it. my my story is a business from the zero from non capital uh, <laughs> without start capital. So it is real no, reality. Yes, of course, you need to, um, if you want to grow your business, you need to, um, to let your money to go in it. So, but uh, you can start. <laughs> also, it is a great opportunity if you are youth. It is the second method. Um, analyze the market, analyze, um, opportunities which are nearby you so uh, there are a lot of programs there are there are a lot of projects for youth for people who want to start their something new uh, there are a lot of uh, methods skills which are in books in uh, some posts on facebook just read them just analyze and the third method will be Mm, if you are, do not understand how 
market work works or what is uh, for nowadays is is really uh, great uh, you can imagine something create that nobody have ever created i mean um, some discoveries um, maybe which are which are from fun made from fun uh, when you're just hang out, hang out with your friends and there, are, uh, there is an idea which is mm, boom, why not? So um, uh, don't you think that if uh, nobody have ever discovered it, uh, why you can't? Um, we are unique. Uh, so every person had a chance to make make something unique as uh, as every person is unique so um, actually don't worry don't be shy and try mm, only when you try when you do it uh, day by day when you do it annually uh, annually every day you'll get a result just uh, when you think when you oh i will i will lose no it is uh, not a great opportunity it is not uh, it is not works like that uh, just because uh, only when you try when only when you experienced you're ready to start your career to start your job or something like that uh, so it was my thoughts uh, and that's all i think for just maybe we'll have uh, you have some questions or something like that. Yes, I have a question, Katerina, which is this: when you are getting clients, etc., is your common method of getting them maybe Facebook or people you don't know, or is it that people who know you? If they meet someone, they refer and tell them, oh, I have this friend, she's a great uh, visual, at visual design and identity, and she has an agency, and they come to you. So is it because you have relationships with people who recommend you to others, or is it people don't know you, but they see advertisements or they see posts on Facebook and Instagram and they come to you? Okay, there are uh, two methods. Two methods are useful, and uh, all uh, cases are, those two cases work uh, at my business career. So yes, uh, when uh, friends, when your close or not close people recommend you, um, it is great uh, that uh, maybe someone will. Um, go and uh, just uh, um, type something uh, to find uh, our services um, yes you know when it was offline it was great uh, to go for, for a forum i don't know for um, a seminar something like that and uh, you'll oh hello i'm kate I have a design agency, maybe. Um, so it is my business card. So phone or text me if you need that, need it. 
and uh, advertisement, of course. Um, but uh, to be honest, uh, in our in our <laughs> okay, in those two years, the advertisement uh, is not um, so. You do not you do not get so much profit as you got it uh, in the past. So if you advertise, it was my mistake when I was uh, 16. Yes, I advertised a lot. I just uh, <sighs> a lot of money uh, I threw away. Yes, to be honest, uh, only because uh, I thought that advertisement, uh, just to advertise, you'll get clients. Uh, it not, um, it's not work like that. Just because um, you need to have a great PR campaign, uh, you'll you need to have a strategy for this PR campaign. Uh, you need for to do the content and uh, content unique or useful. So how to make useful or unique content? You need to, um, to swap with your client. So if you were a client, will be interested to see this. Yeah, if, if yes, advertise it. If not, uh, do not do this. Um, something like this and also partnerships, some uh, connections, they help also when you're together with someone people who know this organization or company uh, they all uh, know you and it works like that also your self-branding is all is the uh, things is must have so maria zavada a little bit later will uh, speak about the self-branding and listen to it it is a great thing to develop your self-brand as a person not as a company as a person thank you one second this is wonderful and because i want to respect the time of other speakers i have another question there seems to be some cities in ukraine that have more entrepreneurship spirit than others what do you think about kharkiv is it a city where many people prefer and have the mindset of entrepreneurs or is it part of the people who only think mostly about job and working for someone else for a corporation or the government etc okay you know uh, i was uh, for this question i will tell a story that i was uh, uh, in the master class yes and there was a topic uh, for debates uh, um is it profitable to be a top manager at ukraine the company or it is profitable to start your own uh, entrepreneurship and uh, in ukraine um, our economy uh, is growing and it is a big plus so um, the market yes it is full of companies of organizations and so on uh, every company make man, uh, makes money, but the uh, market is not full as in the other countries. I mean, for example, Europe and something like that. 
So you have a great opportunity to start your own uh, business. Uh, but um, for unfortunately, uh, we do not have some programs uh, connected with uh, your career. I mean, uh, from the government. No, but to be honest, uh, but but <laughs> uh, Ukrainians uh, are great with it, and uh, I think that. Um, Really, how many problems we go through? Uh, we have some immunity to this, and um, everybody can have um, enough uh, skills, enough uh, um, enough skills to to start. It. So I don't know. I don't know. I I don't know if i uh, answered on your question but uh, i just wanted to say like that i do not uh, i don't know how many people are employed and how many do their some business because i'm not an analyst or something like that but it was a fact for me thank you that was okay. very interesting <laughs> i appreciate it very much and thank you katerina it was really cool and I actually paid attention to more things because of you. And now it's time for Ksenia Malichenka, co-chairwoman of Public Diplomacy Platform. She'll speak about topic, about the project management skills and whatever she wishes to. Ksenia, can you open your mic so that you can speak? Uh, hello, everyone. Um, I'm very glad to be here today and I would like to tell you more about project management, project management skills and share with you how we implement projects in our organization public diplomacy platform with the usage of these skills. And quick disclaimer, a lot of things I will mention today I kindly borrowed from different internet websites since I believe that everything has already been said before me and there's no need to invade, uh, invent a bicycle. So. Uh, let's begin with the definition of what is project management. So, uh, definition from the book. Uh, project management uh, is the application of processes, methods, skills, knowledge, and experience to achieve specific project objectives. Uh, it may sound a bit confusing, but uh, I believe that when you start working on a project, you understand like project management and uh, project management cycle better. And all projects have uh, a life cycle. They all go, go through different uh, phases uh, that uh, change uh, different uh, stages of the project. So uh, I would like to tell you more, a, a little bit more about it. So phase one is project initiation stage. And this is a starting a stage of your project when um, the team members should uh, come together and just uh, understand for themselves whether their project has value and uh, whether it is necessary and why this project is necessary. And this stage includes a project kickoff meeting where you bring together team, stakeholders or other relevant parties together to, uh, uh, to think about project goals, schedule, processes and communication chain. And basically uh, this is uh, the phase where you and your team need to, to, to decide whether to start working on the project, uh, when to do it, or maybe it's uh, not the right time to do it and you should uh, shelve the project. 
And after that, uh, there is a second phase, it's project planning phase. And this phase occurs after the project has been uh, approved. Uh, and uh, during this phase, uh, project managers create schedules and assign different tasks to their team members in order for everything to run um, smoothly. Uh, during this stage, a team may also submit a grant if they don't have, uh, uh, you know, a donor that is always with them. So they can submit a grant that will cover all of the um, expenses uh, of the project at this stage. And after that is phase three, uh, project execution stage. And this is where uh, the majority of the work happens. And uh, this is the phase where your team um, completes the activities and milestones to produce um, uh, deliverables and to ensure that goals are achieved that were planned to be achieved. Uh, and um, after that stage is phase four, project monitoring and control stage. And this stage actually occurs at the same time as execution phase. Uh, and it involves monitoring the progress and performance of the project to ensure that everything stays on schedule and within budget. And uh, the last stage of the project is project closure stage. And during this stage, all the results are presented. And also at this point, the project manager and team can conduct a meeting to evaluate the lessons learned from the project and learn from the experience and decide whether to continue the project or it's uh, like it should be ended and move on to another uh, project and uh, you know um, projects uh, are created and uh, conducted by project managers and project managers uh, share some common roles and responsibilities and uh, I would like to now speak about some of the traditional duties of a project manager that uh, they do during their work. Uh, so, uh, first of all, they define the work needed to complete the project, and it can includes all of the stages of the project. Besides, they uh, plan tasks and define the deliverables of the project. Uh, and, you know, uh, after that, they, um, the, it is resource management. Uh, the project managers need to allocate people, capital, materials, and all of the resources in order for the project to run uh, efficiently. Uh, there's also team management, uh, such as motivating, leading a team, schedule management, uh, analyzing of, of activities uh, to create a project schedule, uh, also cost management, estimating costs and creating a budget, uh, stakeholder management, uh, satisfying stakeholders' expectations and communicating with them throughout uh, the project lifecycle. It also includes risk management, identifying and um, monitoring and minimizing project risks, and maintaining uh, continuous communications with stakeholders and uh, different um, 
team members and the project organization. And, you know, uh, every project manager must have some important hard skills and soft skills that ensures that his work is done effectively and on time. And I believe that without uh, most of those skills, it's almost impossible to create uh, great and nice projects that would, you know, make a real impact. Uh, so, uh, as if to, if to speak about project manager, hard skills, uh, it should be noted that planning and forecasting is a very, very important skill, uh, you know, uh, because uh, because uh, project managers need to make guesses about timelines and required resources that um, their project might need. And they also need to plan everything uh, beforehand uh, because uh, sometimes it's not enough time to change everything during the project. So everything must be planned and forecasted beforehand. Uh, another important thing is risk management, as I've already mentioned, because every project has risks and project managers are responsible not only for navigating around risks, but also for, uh, you know, uh, anticipating them so they can um, avoid uh, these risks in the future and uh, come out of the risk situation in the best uh, possible way. Another important hard skill is budgeting and uh, because every project, uh, almost every project has a budget and uh, if uh, people are not careful enough what they allocate uh, these uh, financial resources to, everything may fall apart and the project may not become as successful as it could. So a successful project manager must be able to budget um, to budget everything accordingly uh, and another important skill is tracking and monitoring because um, even the most successful project can can slow down at one stage or maybe there, there will become some mistake in there so project manage, manager need to um, watch carefully when it happens and do certain actions in order to 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 stop the critical uh, situation so uh, it's all very important to track and monitor the situation all the time and uh, another few important things that i believe a successful project manager must have is um, research skills because you know sometimes when you create a project and um, you you may like the idea you may uh, think that this project will have a big impact but you for example may not know everything about the topic that you chose so it's very important to um, apply your research skills and fill the gaps uh, in uh, in your knowledge that you don't know so uh, your project may become even better and uh, i believe not last but not least is uh, uh, meeting facilitation uh, project managers uh, must be able to navigate through different meetings and uh, talk to different people and establish a great environment for everyone. And this brings me to project manager soft skills that are, I believe, even more important uh, than uh, hard skills. Uh, so some of the soft skills include leadership, because um, project managers are often the project leaders. Uh, so they need to make 
people believe in them and follow them and listen to their instructions. And it's uh, a very important for project manager to become a leader, not only a manager in their team, because it's the only way their team will follow them. Uh, Another important thing is communication and uh, project managers communicate with their team members, with stakeholders, with donors, and uh, it should be done in a very clear manner. So um, uh, it's very important to, to get this skill of communication. Uh, also, um, time management is very important because um, uh, they must be able to manage their own time and their uh, and the time of their team uh, so uh, everyone is satisfied and everyone is you know not uh, drowning in all the tasks that are assigned and everything is done on time in time and everyone is happy with how their work schedule uh, is uh, another i think important thing is uh, problem solving because project managers can't be discouraged by a problem and instead they need to develop um, fast solutions uh, to keep the project moving forward and they shouldn't uh, you know cry over all the projects uh, all the problems that are happening they need to act quickly and this brings me to my next point which is adaptability because project managers need to be adaptable and flexible and they also need to make sure that nothing falls apart the moment something unpredictable happens and they also need to think about that beforehand and uh, another a few uh, maybe not so important things but also uh, it's quite nice to have for example uh, patience because um uh, nothing is solved uh, by like get, by person getting frustrated when things don't go as planned. So it's very important to stay patient and to uh, keep yourself in a good mood. Uh, and also a sense of humor may also help and because it allows you to see a problem from a different point of view and um, it allows you to have um, a nice communication with your team and don't uh, you know shout at them when something bad happens because it's not always their fault so sense of humor and patience can really help in that uh, and uh, i believe that this was it about uh, different um, soft skills and hard skills that project managers should have and you know i'm now a co-chairwoman of public diplomacy platform but before that uh, for 10 months i was a project manager as the organization and during um my work as a project manager we have created many wonderful projects and all of these skills that I mentioned helped uh, me and my team members uh, create great projects that made uh, some impact on our participants. Uh, so now I would just like uh, to quickly introduce you to the work of our team and what we do. So uh, 
public diplomacy platform has successfully implemented more than 25 projects connected with international relations, civic participation, youth activism, and youth uh, diplomacy. Uh, our most well-known projects include Europe and You, a series of trainings on the European integration, which contributed to the development of understanding about the European Union and Ukraine's path to the membership in the EU. Another of our most well-known projects uh, is Diplomacy Talks, uh, that is international educational online project uh, aimed at developing understanding about the broad variety of career opportunities in international relations. And in numbers, Diplomacy Talks uh, is um, speakers and participants from 35 plus countries. Uh, we um, have um, engaged more than 1,000 participants to join our projects and more than 20 wonderful experts, um, distinguished diplomats and uh, professionals in the field of foreign uh, in the field of foreign policy joined us for uh, this project. Uh, Another of our important projects include a School of Young Diplomat, that is a Kharkiv-based project held annually in which we are happy to take part as co-organizers. And every year, more than 50 uh, best students get closer to their career of their dreams by studying theory, practicing, participating in debates and models, and learning more about the history of diplomacy and the current state of world affairs. And our most recent uh, project, or maybe I should say like initiative, because it's still in this in the phase of developing, we're still working on it. It's not the final product and I, I don't think it will be over in any time soon. So it's a youth Lublin triangle and uh, together with uh, four national youth councils of Ukraine, Poland, Lithuania and Belarus, uh, by our initiative, we have established this youth Lublin triangle platform and uh, we have already conducted a first uh, online forum uh, in this uh, sphere that was supported by Ministry of Foreign Affairs of Ukraine and Ministry of Foreign Affairs of Lithuania. So uh, to sum up, I would like to say uh, that I believe that all the projects are very different and a great project manager must find a way um, to navigate through all of them and to uh, find their uh, own um, you know skills and tools to use in order for their projects to be successful thank you you're welcome thank you very much that was comprehensive complete and now i'm really excited to introduce masha maria zavda the co-chairwoman of public diplomacy platform to speak about public diplomacy as well as image making, which is a very important topic. Masha, you can open your mic and you can begin speaking. Uh, hello, everyone. Uh, thank you, Aziz, for this opportunity to share some of my insights here today. And uh, thanks to my wonderful colleagues, Ksusha and Kate, who delivered their speeches. I will really never stop admiring you girls, so thank you very much. Uh, so my name is Maria Zavada and I am the co-chairwoman at Public Diplomacy Platform. And besides, I am member of the European Democracy Youth Network as well as um, a student. 
Uh, so today I'm going to speak to you about public diplomacy and image making. And moreover, I will tell you how to become an ambassador of your country despite being a student. Uh, so let's start with dispelling some myth about diplomacy. So the matter is that diplomacy is generally associated with secrecy, uh, some close dinners, secret agreements, secret meetings, but a large part of the diplomatic process is strategically made public. Uh, so public diplomacy is a state's strategy to communicate directly with foreign publics. It can take the form of press conferences, policymakers, agreements and statements, but it is a professional field in itself in which there are um, dedicated governmental organizations that launch campaigns and develop efforts to provide international media with uh, an image of the country's policy and target certain audiences. But public diplomacy platform is a non-governmental organization. So the question is um, how we can make an image of our country abroad. But I can assure you that it is possible. And answering the question, um, let's elaborate on tools that we use. Uh, so to be specific, um, there are two types of approaches to public diplomacy. Um, there are branding and advocacy. But before elaborating on this, um, let me also ask you a question. So how do you think uh, if many people in other countries know about Ukraine? And if yes, what do they know about our country? Um, unfortunately, according to the results of a number of studies, Ukraine was uh, perceived mainly as a young democracy in transition, a country of the Orange Revolution, famous athletes and beautiful women, uh, certain high-tech sectors of the economy, as well as a non-influential, little-known state, um, a center of political instability, corruption, uncertainty, and poor investment climate. Um, yeah, it is really sad, but 68% uh, of foreigners know nothing about Ukraine. And um, some of them have heard of corruption, the war in the East, and maybe Borsh. Um, among the famous Ukrainians, they can only mention uh, some winners of Eurovision, and even Taras Shevchenko is largely unknown. Um, but I, I'm really proud of Ukrainians who open our state to the world. It would be cool if not only we, but also the world community knew about their existence. Uh, for example, Steve Wozniak, uh, a friend of Steve Jobs um, and co-founder of Apple, has Ukrainian roots. So his parents immigrated from Bukovina. And Steven Spielberg, for example, is from Odessa. Now just imagine what if um, there weren't any problems in Ukraine that forced their families to immigrate abroad. So Hollywood maybe could be somewhere in the Carpathians or Kanye maybe, but um, there are nearly 198 countries in the world today, and all of them are competing for resources, for trade, 
and for attention. So if you are a nation in a remote corner of the planet, not the biggest one, not the largest one, how do you go about telling everyone that you exist? So here I would like to send Kaziz one more time because what he does is the promotion of the Ukrainian brand through young people, through their achievements, and this is really awesome. Uh, however, it is also essential to strengthen the brand of your country inside the country in order to, in order to um, effectively promote it abroad. So each Ukrainian is responsible for this great task and is called to become an ambassador of the country's unique and positive qualities. Uh, so image making has um, to do with the strategies and actions put in place by a country to promote positive image of itself. And it consists um, in packaging the country's identity, highlighting uh, certain elements of its history, its cultural production, its foreign policy. And yeah, we do it in order to make our country more attractive and associated with positive values. Uh, for instance, um, the Indian Council of Cultural Relations promotes an image of India as an emerging economy, stresses the country's um, advancement in the field of high technologies, um, and Canada's public diplomacy efforts present the country as multicultural, creative, highlight its natural resources. And also you may be aware uh, about uh, Estonia that is associated with some uh, digital technologies, digital government, uh, because their government really promotes this factor. So uh, this approach to public diplomacy can also be uh, reactive and thus it can attempt to counter the negative image, for example, that international media can portray of a country. Uh, so it is uh, intended to uh, dismantle stereotypes and rectify wrong information. And of course, that is extremely important for Ukraine. Uh, so one of the examples of how uh, we promote the Ukrainian brand abroad as public diplomacy platform is our project Diplomacy Talks that Xenia already told you about. So um, I would also like to add that um, our international educational online project uh, is devoted to creating a space for discussions about important issues faced by the international community with the best experts in this field. Uh, so due to diplomacy talks, we um, managed to establish a dialogue between students and former, as well as incumbent high officials, such as ministers of foreign affairs, as well as chairman of various international organizations, like OSCE, United Nations, NATO, and so on, so on. So we talk about their comprehensive professional experience, career paths, advantages, disadvantages of working as state officials. Uh, but this project is attended by people from almost 40 countries. And there are no diplomacy talks when we don't talk about Ukraine. So each webinar, 
um, either starts or ends with the discussion about Ukraine with the honorable experts. And many of our guests um, even say Slava Ukraini in the end of the discussion. And all the Poles, Albanians, Serbs, Lithuanians, Americans, and others who attend our webinars become aware about Ukraine and the situation in our country. Uh, so this is only one example of how you can do it. But in fact, there is a strategy of promoting Ukrainian brand in each of our projects. Uh, for instance, um, use the Triangle Forum that Ksusha told you uh, about and so on. So on. Uh, however, uh, one of our experts from Diplomacy Talks, Simon Anhalt, uh, is now in fact highly skeptical that nation branding is even something that works. But it's really very funny because Simon actually um, is called the founder of the nation branding. Um, over the last 20 years, uh, he was um, advising the presidents, prime ministers, monarchs um, of nearly 60 countries, uh, helping them to encourage more productively uh, with the international community. Uh, so his um, also his talk um, became um, the all-time most viewed TED talk on governments. Uh, so I highly recommend you to watch it. Uh, but the main thought that Simon shared with us during diplomacy talks uh, is that it is important for cities, regions, and countries to be good not only to their own people but especially to others. So to be good uh, to wider international community. And this um, will shape a country's reputation like nothing else. Uh, so one of the most important aspects you need to know about public diplomacy platform is the fact that we use not only public diplomacy because uh, it goes alongside uh, with youth diplomacy in our case and we proved the fact that youth diplomacy really works by um, our youth Lubin triangle and diplomacy talks academy for example so you don't need to have a degree to be a diplomat okay okay uh, frankly speaking you have to earn a relevant bachelor's degree then earn a graded degree gain some work experience um, take the foreign service exam and finally receive an appointment to become an ambassador with a diplomatic passport. But why should you wait several years dealing with a bureaucratic system rather than promoting your country already now? Become an ambassador of your country already today. Yes, without a diplomatic passport, without red carpets at the airports, and without drinking tea with the queen. But is it really your goal? Drinking tea in Buckingham Palace, for example? Uh, so see, there are a million and one advantages and privileges of having diplomatic passports, but it is not of no great importance as many people are programmed to think. Just be yourself, do your business, travel, but uh, wherever, whenever you are, speak about Ukraine. Be proud Ukrainian 
And when you become the first on the Forbes list, everyone will know that you are Ukrainian. Thank you very much. You're welcome. That was really, really wonderful. And to ask you both, Masha, that was really good. I thank you for that. And Masha and Ksenia, maybe other people who want to start their own NGOs, etc., want to be inspired by the work of public diplomacy platform, etc. Can you share, both of you, what is really the exact job or position of a chairwoman? What do you do? What, why is it important in NGOs and organizations, etc.? Because I know there is at least YTEC, who is an NGO for Ukrainian women that is new, started by some teenage girls, and they will love to learn about your experience, what you focus on, how you prioritize, and the duties, tasks, and roles of the chairwoman and co-chairwoman. Uh, so I think uh, that I would like to speak first. Um, it's actually a very interesting um, job uh, to be a Kuchirun because uh, Maria and I, we both were project managers before and we never had an experience of leading a team of people uh, before we became culture women and it actually happened uh, relatively recently. So we are still um, learning every day on how to, you know, um, how to coordinate the work of our organization, how to communicate and motivate our uh, team members and how to um, you know, uh, establish a strong communication between our participants, our organization, and our partners. Um, and uh, as for uh, prioritizing, uh, it's actually a very interesting question uh, because um, I think that we uh, make uh, like uh, uh, the topic of our project our main uh, priority. Yeah, so when we um, think about a project, we think uh, what impact it can make on people and what benefits it will bring to them. And um, basing on these facts, we create or don't create projects. And um, when we submit these projects for grants, we also uh, put uh, like the idea of the project and what it can achieve as our highest priority. And uh, like we we did win some grants also because uh, our donors thought that our project made an impact and another one of our priorities is actually our team uh, we try to motivate them as uh, much as possible we try to give them an example of uh, what they can achieve if they will work alongside us and um, you know, working in our NGO, we hope that they get relevant experience, uh, that they uh, fulfill their CVs, and when they, uh, you know, finish, uh, finish, graduate from universities, they all will already have relevant uh, working experience that often, um, often um, employers uh, demand because. Uh, working as in, in NGO is like the same as working anywhere else and it also requires many different skills and um, 
many different uh, competences that they improve uh, by being in their organization. So I would say that our two main priorities uh, is uh, the projects that we're working on and the, uh, and the people that we are working with and also people who are we uh, making these projects you know, our target audience are young people um, that study international relations just like we, we do. And we hope that our projects bring them closer to their careers uh, of uh, like diplomats, of uh, diplomatic workers. And we like hope that uh, we uh, fulfill our mission. The mission of our organization is to make diplomacy easier and to bring young people closer to their careers in international relations. And all of our projects are targeted uh, to this um, mission, to this value. And uh, we do hope that we are making a difference that way. And now I'd like to pass the floor to Maria. Maybe if she wants to add something from her point of view. Uh, yeah, thank you. I completely agree uh, with Xenia. Uh, this is really challenging for us uh, to become courier women um, and it uh, had been only one month that uh, we are courier women but actually would like to add one more priority that isn't really um, important for us uh, that is our idea so um, yeah this is uh, the idea that we believe in and that we bring uh, to the world community. So uh, this is the idea that youth um, diplomacy really exists and um, we really can make an impact uh, through it. Uh, so only believing in your idea, you can make real impact and uh, achieve something. So please uh, bring some ideas to the world because it is really cool and important. Thank you. Thank you. That was really inspirational. I love this whole session. I can't wait to share it on the podcast as well. So I want to thank you, Xenia. I want to thank you, Masha. And Karina, I'll open your mic. Do you have any questions or anything to add? Karina, you can speak. Okay, thank you so much for this event. How I can say it, I really enjoy listening to Xenia, Masha, and Katrina because I love public diplomacy platform and I follow uh, all the events. So this information and these speaking topics are so valuable for me. Thank you. You're welcome. 